0: Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts, information for and about veterans. Joining host Bill Hodges for this podcast is Stephen Wolfe, Assistant National Service Director for the Disabled American Veterans. This program will help you to learn about filing VA claims from the Disabled American Veterans Organization. The DAV is probably the organization filing the most claims for veterans every year. There are things you should do, and certainly there are things you should not do when it comes to filing a claim. The trick is to know the difference. Assistant Director Wolf will share some ideas that will help you to know the difference. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner Radio on Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts.
1: Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges.
2: Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. Our guest today is a guy I've known for quite some time, Stephen Wolfe. He's the DAV, or Disabled American Veterans, Assistant National Service Director, Stephen, great to have you on the show.
1: Thank you, Bill. It's a pleasure to be here today and talk to you about some of these VA benefits.
2: I belong to just about every veterans organization except for the VFW because I didn't serve overseas, although we did fly over most of it. But in any case, I think DAV has been one blessing to me, and it started because I decided that, well, a guy I knew was a member of the DAV chapter, kept telling me, you need to file. You wear braces on your legs. That's a military disability. And he said, you served on an eight-engine bomber. I bet your hearing isn't great. And he was right. So one of the DAV volunteers who became a VSO was a person that got me started on a path that has given me a lot of assurance as I grow older. Is that typical?
1: That is very typical, and I will say that one of the biggest reasons veterans don't file claims is because they feel somebody else is worse off or they're better off than one of the other veterans. So we would want to squash that right away.
2: That was one of the things I said too, and I hear regularly. But that's not true, right?
1: That is absolutely not true. What I like to tell veterans is regardless of what you think, or how severe you think your injuries are, file your claim. And I'll tell you why, or I'll give you an example. When I'm 21 years old, I'm probably not gonna have that bad of a back. I may have a little back pain here and there. And I did have some issues in the military. However, when I'm 55, God, God helping. I may have, those back conditions may have worsened a lot more than in 30 years. So we like to say, file the claim, Make sure that you're taken care of. And not only that, your family can possibly be taken care of as well.
2: All of those things are important. Filing the claim. What are some of the mistakes that people make in trying to file a claim?
1: Bill, one of the things that we see is not utilizing a veteran service organization or DAV. Um, these services are free of charge. And we we, we specialize in these disability compensation benefits. So I would urge those looking to file a claim to utilize these free services. Also, make sure that you're getting copies of your DD-214, your service medical records, and your personnel file if available. This will only help you.
2: You don't have to pay to get those either, correct?
1: No, when you exit the military, your personnel file medical records and DD-214 should be available for you with with a copy the VA, the, the DOD will keep their copy, but you should be able to obtain a copy as well for future benefits with the VA.
2: Many of our guys got out 30, 40, 50 years ago. Can they still get their records?
1: Yes, they can. It can be harder at times, but again, this is what we do. Come to DAV and utilize our services and we can help you navigate this process seemingly and um, very successfully.
2: You know, I've talked with some of the people at the VA, and they say, well, you go to VA.gov, it'll show you how to file a claim. But when we come off the air, many times they'll say, but don't do it. Find somebody to help you. Sort of like a doctor operating on himself. You can read the directions, but you know all the ramifications.
1: Right. There's very little that I would advise someone just to call the VA and say, look, I want to file a claim on my own. It's just not the way to go. Like you say, you're not a doctor, you're not an expert. We are experts in this field. Let us help you navigate the process. There's different claims, there's different forms, there's different laws. There's even different timeframes when you can file for certain things. This is what we do day in and day out. There's constantly a change with the VA. Different laws pass, that means that different issues can be subject to change. So utilize us and let us help you navigate this process.
2: The PAC Act is a good example of what you're just talking about. So many more benefits have been approved through that act. And the sharks are circling in the water. There's attorneys all over the place making money off of what should be a slam dunk claim.
1: Correct, Bill. And these attorneys, uh, I'm not going to say anything bad about anyone, but no (laughs) veteran should be charged for something that they're owed and they deserve. They fought for a country or they serve our country in any capacity these benefits should be free of charge for services provided by the VA.
2: where would I go about finding someone i'm I'm in Keokuk Iowa or some place off the map <laughs> excuse me Iowa but where, <laughs> where else where where would you go in order to find a daV assistance or a county existence what is it you can Share with us or help us find.
1: Bill, we make it very easy with DAV. If you go to DAV.org, DAV.org, you can simply enter your zip code in the finders, find a service, and we will show you an office that is local, whether that be our national service office or whether that be a chapter service officer or department service officer in your local area. Again, these services are free of charge, Bill.
2: You know, it's very important that people gather up everything. Earlier in a conversation with you, I remember you talking about people starting out filing a claim by themselves and then finding out that they're way over their head. What do you have to say about that?
1: It's never too late. I want to emphasize that. If you file the claim by yourself and you feel you're over your head, come on over to DAV and we can help straighten things out. Obviously, we'd like to avoid that by filing it right the first time. But some folks get so over their head, they just quit. They don't want to bother with it anymore, kind of like taxes. We make that easy. Just give us the paperwork, let us handle things, and we can make it so much easier on you to try to get the benefits you deserve.
2: When you file your claims, I had had a wife come to me one day. She said, I went with my husband who can barely walk to the examiner. And the examiner said, How are you today? He said, Oh, I'm great. Everything's fine. She said, I had to dress them this morning. <laughs> any a day uh, any thoughts or things about that?
1: That's actually a great, a great comment. One of the things I like to tell veterans, when you go to your VA examinations, you need to be honest, but you need to let these examiners know how bad things are on your worst days. If they're asking you how is your pain on one to ten, you got to let them know how that pain is on your worst days. Because the VA is gauging that severity level for a compensation percentage, that percentage they give you is based on the severity of that specific issue. So if you go in and say you're feeling great, they're assuming that you're great, but on your worst days, you're not great. So we need to be honest and let them know, hey, my knee does hurt this bad and my range of motion is this bad on my worst days so they can get it right.
2: One of the veteran service officers was helping me gave me a great idea, I followed up and what I did was that I wrote down over a period of time all the things that my disability was restricting me from doing, I mean, even putting on my own socks, I had to ask fellas to come and help uh, in spots. If I fell down in the yard, you know, all these things, and even simple things, and I submitted that with a claim, is that a good idea?
1: That's a great idea. I'll give you another example. Say you're filing for some kind of skin condition. You may go to your examination when that skin condition is cleared up, regardless of how, medication or whatnot. A week later, that skin condition may flare. Take pictures of those
2: times
1: it it flares, you know. Get your ducks in order. But as far as filing the claim, let us do the dirty work for you.
2: I've heard this thing called the nexus letter, but I've never had one don't really know what it is. What is a nexus letter and how does it apply?
1: So a nexus letter is just a fancy way of saying a medical opinion or a doctor's link to that service connection condition, service connected condition. I'll give you an example. If you are previously denied on a claim, you may need a medical opinion in order to prove that claim to the VA. My back was denied in 2002. I firmly believe it was caused from the military. I go get a second opinion, or a nexus opinion from a doctor, that doctor in turn says, hey, you know what? I reviewed so-and-so's records in the military. I've seen this prognosis now. I firmly believe that it's more likely than not that his back condition is related to service. Therefore, VA can now turn around and say, let's give this another look.
2: Will it help usually, or does it matter?
1: Oh, it helps immensely. Oftentimes, it's the key in uh, getting a claim turned. So a nexus letter, medical opinion is very important.
2: Let's talk again about how one gets in touch with the DAV.
1: Go to DAV.org, DAV.org, enter your zip code, and we will show you on a map the nearest location contact information that you need in order to get in touch with us to assist you with your claims.
2: Are there any ways that... One can talk with your national office without having to file this to get additional thoughts or ideas?
1: There are. There are several ways. Um, If you're a member of DAV, you can go to a local chapter. If you're aware of where a DAV chapter meets, you can show up to that chapter. Uh, There's chapter service officers in most chapters. There's department service officers at departments. So there are several ways to get in touch with us. In every VA regional office in the state, There's a DAV co-located. So if you're close to a VA regional office, walk on in and tell them you want to see the DAV and we'll be there ready to help you.
2: I would point out that our DAV chapter makes it a point to tell people, you can come and visit with us and be in our chapter coming to the meetings and getting information without being a member. I mean, we want them to be a member. and We hope we convert them to that point. But the fact is, there's no pressure if somebody walks through the door says, can I sit in on the DAV meeting tonight?
1: That's a great point, Bill. You don't have to be a member. You do not have to be a member in order for us to assist you with your claims. It's free of charge. Of course, we'd love anyone to join DAV as you did, Bill. But like you say, come on in, get acquainted, camaraderie with your fellow veterans, and let us get your claims straight.
2: I think that's that's really an important factor of the DAV chapter is getting to talk with all the other guys and gals. We, we have a number of women in our organization who have filed claims, been approved, and are members of DAV.
1: We love to see everybody at these DAV events, the more the merrier women veterans, Korean veterans, younger veterans, older veterans, you name it. One of my greatest things that I like doing when I go to these chapter meetings is just talking to everybody. You get to hear all the different stories, the different errors, the different things that come up. And it's just great camaraderie.
2: You know, one of the things that I think we should touch on too is that if you have a disability and you believe it's a military disability, it could be any number of years back creating the problem today. And the fact that it's 50 years ago as long as there's medical records or whatever to substantiate it, that claim could still be filed.
1: That is correct, and and I will say that time does become a factor, but it's not a factor when you're filing a claim. So if you feel like there's something that was caused by the military, let the VA say no to that, and even if they do say no, let us as a service organization determine whether or not we think you have a real shot at this. Um, we've had veterans who have never filed a claim before, and 50 years have went by and they've filed their claims and been granted. So you're right. It's never too late to file a claim. Also, if something was not in your military records, there are different things that may be associated with the military, like Vietnam Veterans with Agent Orange or the new PACT Act law. So there's different things that are always changing. With That's legislation. huge. It is huge, Bill.
2: You know, once upon a time, in just a couple of years ago, you had to have feet on the ground in Vietnam, to claim Agent Orange. That's not true anymore.
1: There's so many things that change, and this is just another reason why we encourage everyone to come to the DAV to get your services. It's hard to keep up with all these changes, and we do. We're experts at this. We've been at it for over 100 years, and we feel we're the premier organization to help you and assist you with your claims free of charge.
2: Although we should point out that Many of the American Legion posts do have VSOs or veteran service officers. VFW also. I, I'm not yes, sure Bill. what other. I know that a lot agree. of states have have VSOs in the county offices that can so there's help out there, right?
1: Oh uh, yes. You know, Bill, I'm just biased because I work for DAV and I love DAV. <laughs> well I'm
2: biased too, because I'm a lifetime <laughs> member, but I think we need to be able to share need, with you.
1: We do we do need to say, listen, regardless of of who you choose a veteran service organization. Choose one of them and go see them for help. Don't go at this alone.
2: We've got about a minute left and I'm sure Evan asked you everything that you'd like to get out. Is there any last statement that you'd like to make?
1: Bill, I appreciate you having me on the show. I would like to say that all our men and women out there who are currently serving and ready to get out, I know it's a stressful time. Uh, Thank you for your service and we hope to see you Uh, in the future at our DAV conventions and chapters, departments across the country. Again, let us help you get the benefits that you so rightly deserve.
2: I I know when I speak before veterans organizations, one of the questions I always ask is, if you think you have a claim, when is the time to file it? There's only one word that I accept, and that's now. And they've learned
1: that.
2: 100%. (laughs) And it's thunderous. I really appreciate your being on. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. My guest today has been Stephen Wolf, DAB Assistant National Service Director. Stephen, thank you for being on the program. DAV, thank you for all the effort that you put into our vets. And ladies and gentlemen, you're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often, because you are, you know. And we'll talk to you again very soon on Veterans Corner Radio.
1: You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner.
0: Before we go, here's a quick final thought. Why not take a minute to follow or mark Veterans Corner radio podcasts as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be among the first to be notified when new episodes of the podcast are released. And thanks for listening to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts.